All right. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time it is, wherever you are, wherever you are in the world, you are listening to the ABC seven sports in between the lines podcast. We are coming to you from the ABC seven studios of Sarasota, Florida. I am yours truly the X factor, Xavier McKnight. And I'm James Hill. And boy, oh boy, did we have a big week last week, James? Um, you know, first of all, let's thank Sterling Kaplan once again for joining us last week as a guest here on the In Between the Lines podcast. Great to have Sterling join us. Great to have Sterling continue to get the footage that he's been able to get for us and the great job that he just does here at ABC7 all around. But boy, did he have a doozy last week going down to Venice, and Charles Lester III made one of the most incredible touchdowns happen out of a sequence of plays that you'll ever see. You know, CL3, uh, a very crafty, a very skilled, a a very uh, solid player. Uh, He's on his way to uh, Florida State University, but right now his talents are in Venice, and a lot of times he doesn't get action on that side of the football, but every blue moon he gets some action, and, and this time he was able to have one of those memorable moments that we think about, and uh, he took it to the house, and obviously uh, a special play. A lot happened in that exchange when he was able to shake and bake and spin and, 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 and really just get all the way in and score, and then I think he even did a pose. Yes, he did. He did a pose letting everybody know, hey, I'm him. And boy, did he ever. And, you know, plays like that being on full display, seeing exactly why he is on his way up north to Tallahassee to play football next fall. But, you know, some of the predictions we made last week, Booker going to Lemon Bay, we gave them a good chance to be able to go in and get that victory. We thought that Cardinal Mooney would definitely come in and get their victory in their playoff opener. And we expected Venice to roll last week. But... There was a mixed bag when it came down to, will it be Riverview? Will it be Manatee? Who wins that big matchup? And boy, did that matchup ever live up to the bill. And James, you were actually out there last Friday night for that was our ABC7 Sports Game of the Week, the Battle of the Rams and the Hurricanes. Uh, Talk to me a little bit just about what you saw in that matchup last Friday. That was part two of an experience that, Those teams met earlier in the season, just a few weeks ago, and Riverview was able to come out of there with a victory. Uh, So it went down to the wire again. Uh, The Rams really play good football, and and they're a formidable team, one of the best on the Sun Coast. And they're able to go on the road into that environment and to do it. Let's do it again. Do that twice? I mean, wow, special uh, the running game was in, in full effect. Uh, when you look at D.J. Johnson running downhill, um, blocking and tackling w- was at a premium. Uh, both teams played well. And, and in that game, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, you know, it's tough to see one of these teams lose and go home. Uh, Jacquez Green and his team uh, coached up, so to speak. Uh, a lot of good athletes, as you know with Heidel and many players on that team. Uh, Just a a phenomenal uh, talent base there and a great fan base. And and you hate to see them not participating going forward. They'll be back next year. But, but again, uh, what Riverview was able to do, just special. 
to come out of there, and they did it again. Yeah, and we're going to touch a little bit more on Riverview here in just a bit in their big matchup that's coming up on Friday. But another reason it was so special is because of, unfortunately, a very sad moment that happened hours earlier in the day last Friday before that game. We learned about the passing of legendary Riverview and Suncoast coach John Sprague. Um, first of all, what a guy. What what a guy. You know, James, when you did that story on Coach a few weeks ago, and, I, you know, we'll let you get more into that in just a second, but the outpouring of love that I saw from the community just on our social media pages here at ABC7 for the field dedication ceremony to Coach, for him to be able to be out there and be present for that moment because we know now that he was battling some health issues, to say the least. And for him to be able to be out there for that moment in particular, that dedication ceremony, one of the last public moments of his life, it, truly, truly special. But, you know, before I toss this one off to James, we just want to offer our best, our condolences, our thoughts to Coach Sprague's family, his friends, his loved ones, and everyone over at Riverview High School and on the Suncoast who is being affected by this loss. What a phenomenal gentleman, a phenomenal human being. Uh, my takeaways are uh, here's a gentleman who his name preceded him. So you hear so much about this great coach, and you finally get an opportunity to meet him the night of his dedication. Now what's significant is he was under the weather. He was battling with, with some issues health-wise, and many people would have stayed at home. They would not have appeared or showed up. This man shows up on a golf cart with breathing apparatus. And, I mean, it, it just really speaks to his resilience and just uh, everything that he preached. He practiced what he preached in terms of showing up, being there, ready to go, um, whether he was in, in tip-top shape or whether he was not feeling his best, he didn't say anything. He didn't complain. He was there for his guys. And a, another thing, and you touched on it, the outpouring of love. All of his players from several decades, he, he was there coaching for 30 years. He was an athletic director. Uh, over 250 guys went on to college uh, he's a special person. He will be missed. And just to see him there, I mean, wow. Yes, and, you know, we also want to give a shout-out to Manatee High School as well, not just for a phenomenal football season, but for a very phenomenal gesture before the game. Coach Sprague coached at Riverview, as we've already pointed out, but Manatee decided to hold a moment of silence in remembrance of Coach after all of his years of service here on the Sun Coast on our football fields and the athletic facilities. And one of the things that Coach Smithers shared with me earlier this week, I had a chance to catch up with him on Zoom. He said it's very fitting for Manatee to come out and do that. You know, of course, classy to say, but and classy for Manatee to also do that as well. But he said, when you think about the battles that Riverview and Manatee have had over the years, it's very fitting that it was Manatee that had the opportunity to have that moment of silence and show that moment of respect because some of Coach's greatest wins came over Manatee and some of his toughest losses also came against those Hurricanes too. 
That's a phenomenal experience. Uh, you talk about both counties, uh, Manatee County and Sarasota County, uh, Riverview Rams, Manatee High School, and the history and the tradition of these rivalries here on the Sun Coast. And so before the game started, I made sure to get out there in a timely manner. And what happened was the teams, uh, basically the at the beginning of the game, the captains went to the field as normal for the uh, coin flip, but the teams and the audience and everybody had this moment of silence. And you know the jumbotron and the scoreboard is on the uh, one end of the actual stadium there, and uh, there was a uh, basically they had that there for them to see some pictures of coach and really just take in a moment of silence. Uh, the Rams went down to that end zone, and they were right under the scoreboard. And at that moment, it was one of those special moments uh, that you would always remember about that game. Now, the interesting thing is either they can uh, have a heavy heart, as you said, and, and, and not really play to their potential, or they can channel that energy and really play with passion and, and at a whole nother level. And uh, I guess there was something inside of them uh, with Coach looking down, and, hey, they pulled it out. Yes, absolutely. They definitely came and played with that passion on display. Um, so congratulations to both schools. Manatee on a phenomenal season. Riverview, they're moving on. But uh, just huge props to Manatee High School for that gesture that they showed and like I said, we're going to touch on Riverview and their big matchup coming up this Friday a little later. Let's get into another big matchup that's happening this Friday, though. I think it's very fitting to start here on the road. Booker Tornadoes, James, <laughs> there, there's something going on over there. So did Dane. Now, as we talked last week on the pod, we thought that Booker had a good chance to go in and beat Lemon Bay. These two teams, they matched up earlier in the regular season. Lemon Bay defeated Booker 26-18 to in that matchup, so it was a highly contested matchup, pretty close right there. But Booker didn't only just go in and win. They won in a shutout. They won the contest 14-0 going on the road, being able to pull that out. That's not easy to do against a place at Lemon Bay High School. That's a very tough place to, to uh, play. You had a chance to see Coach Littles and the team on Monday. Can you share with us just really quickly what they had to say? You know, the interesting thing about it is uh, that was a, uh, a continuation of the district game. They lost that game, and they lost district. Therefore, they have to go on the road from here on out. And they remembered, you know, what that felt like, and they remembered we have to see this team again. And what was interesting is the game was at Lemon Bay, so they had to go into a hostile environment and try to get one. And they were basically really focused, and they, they pretty much said that, hey, we're one of the last eight teams left in the state. We deserve to be here, and we want to make this what we do every year. So they're trying to build that program up and bring it back to prominence. This is his second year, and those guys are buying in. You know, a lot of the talent in that area, sometimes they don't always stay and play there. But the guys who are there are really banding together, and they can run the ball. They can throw it around a little bit. They play good defense. They have a lot of talent, you know, but it's just a matter of 
seeing if they can put it all together, stay away from penalties, and, and do the right thing, so to speak. Uh, but they have their hands full this week. Yes, they do, and this is the part of the show where Soda Dame and Booker Nation is going to be very upset with me because you're going on the road to Bishop Varro. That's going to be a tough place to play. And I think the season's probably going to come to an end on Friday. I'd love to sit here and tell you that all I, that all of our Suncoast teams are going to go in on Friday, and I believe they're all going to do fantastic. Because, of course, that's what we want. But I have to be truthful. And I, I don't see how Booker goes on the road to Bishop Varro and pulls this one out. I was at a uh, – earlier today, I'll say this. I'm, I was talking with a gentleman in the area, and he knows sports, right? And, and I said, you know, Booker's going on the road and, and they're in the final Elite Eight and they're on their way and, and so did Dame. And he says, yeah, but James, when, when they get off that bus, they've never seen this before. So it, it's kind of like, okay. You know, so what Vero was able to do, when they came up to Sarasota, they scored over 50. Against the Sailors. And that is something that is of the norm. They they usually do that against almost every single opponent they play. That can be a problem. Very much so. And, you know, I was at physical therapy on yesterday as well. And uh, one of the therapists who's working with me over there, he is a Booker High School alum. And he's also done some assistant coaching there in the past, in the early 90s or so. And he was sharing stories with me just of how Booker – and Bishop Varro used to get down back in the day, and Bush and Booker was able to go in and get a victory over Bishop Varro one year. And then that very next year, Booker had lost so many seniors, so many juniors, and Bishop Varro absolutely did not forget about what had happened to them the year before. And they proceeded to go on to hang 72 up on the scoreboard on Booker that night. Once again, this was back in the 90s. I'm not saying that that's going to happen this time around. But the point that I'm trying to make is that Bishop Varro is one of the powerhouses that we have here in southwest Florida. And, you know, I hope that Booker is able to go in and pull this out just for the sake of us and our coverage and how we can continue to make this thing happen with some Booker football being in action. But, but truthfully, I'm not very optimistic about their chances on Friday. Sorry, Soda Dame. I, I got to tell you the truth, though. You know, in sports, sometimes there are certain names you bring up, certain teams, and when you say their name, you, you kind of like, oh, wow, a lot of people cringe. Um, and when you say Bishop Vero, you know it's going to be a tough one. Absolutely. And speaking of matchups that are going to be a tough one, that matchup with Booker and Lemon Bay is not Booker and Lemon Bay, excuse me, Booker and Bishop Varro. That is this Friday, Black Friday at 7.30 p.m. at Bishop Varro. And James and I will have those highlights for you on ABC7 News at 11 or whenever we go on the air on Friday night, I should say, during our Friday night game night show. Speaking of teams that um, <laughs> you mentioned their name, especially this season, and people may start to cringe, let's talk about those Cardinal Mooney Cougars, shall we? The Lakeland Christian Vikings come into town last week, James, and I didn't know what to make of this Lakeland Christian team. Um, this is the first that I've heard of them. Haven't really seen them play this year. And 